0: This is Joe.
1: And this is Nat, and you're listening to the Getting Better with Age podcast, the show that helps you navigate midlife challenges and turn them into opportunities to grow and evolve into a happier, healthier, and more empowered you.
0: And remember, getting older doesn't mean that the best years have to be behind you. We believe, like a fine wine, you and your life can get better with age. And we're here to show you exactly how to do that.
1: So grab a glass of vino, kick off your shoes, and join us in discovering how to make the next chapter of your life. The best one yet.
0: Hello, everyone. It's Joe
1: and it's Nat, and welcome back to Getting Better with Age. I feel like we've been gone for a really long time. <laughs> we are
0: really coming back. <laughs> Seems like that, definitely.
1: We've been gone for two weeks for lots of reasons. Um, we took a vacation with our family. We just wanted to get away. Sh- get away. Shut off.
0: You and press, yeah, press, all that good fun. stuff, right? To celebrate our son who's be starting college in ten days.
1: Yeah, our second one right. starting college. Cool.
0: So that was anyway. <laughs> that was the reason for week one. Week one here. We planned on being here week two, but as you know, sometimes God, the universe has different plans.
1: Life gets in the way,
0: and it kind of led to today's podcast. So we'll just give everybody fill in to what happened.
1: So. Actually, on our last podcast, we did mention this because everybody knows the story of when Joe's mom fell at graduation and then a month later, my dad fell, which we talked about um, again on our last. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) anyway, so he fell. He was doing okay. He seemed to be getting better. And then he fell a few more times. And then when we were on vacation he started getting really, really bad pain and he kept falling again. And we get home from vacation and he has to have a partial hip replacement.
0: Well, we didn't know that he went in for x-rays and literally they rushed him to the ER. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing you know, we're having surgery. Yeah, having that was the day after we came post. back. <laughs> Literally like, well, welcome back. It's kind of like, that. did you enjoy your vacation? Well, guess what? You're back in the real world now.
1: Yes. So that's why we were away for two weeks. And that is exactly what precipitated this podcast. Because um, after his hip replacement, he, you know, he's 83 years old. So he had to go into like a rehab center, subacute facility. And I
0: pray Everybody here, everybody's parents, family members, and for yourself, that you never have to go into a rehab center.
1: Yes, and that's the point of this conversation. So, <laughs> um, anyway, so I I went to see him on Sunday. Um, you know, I'd been going every day, and then on Sunday I went and I took my my um, our middle guy Robbie came with me, and a- after the surgery, my once when he moved to the subacute, he got very like disoriented. And he was saying like he was crazy things. He was hallucinating. And my mind went to immediately to, oh, my God, dementia, because we dealt with that with my mom. So I was like, oh, my God. So I was after we left him, I was driving home and I said, listen, Robbie, I said and I I started crying because I, I said, I don't want to ever have to put you guys in that position where you, you have to see me like that or have to take care of me or anything. And Robbie said, he goes, well, it wouldn't be your fault. You know, if I got sick or something, I said, yes, it would. I said, because that would mean that I wasn't taking care of myself and doing the best thing for me to make sure that I live um, my best life and be in, in optimal health. And so that doesn't happen. When I'm older,
0: right, and and for those of you who are watching, who are in midlife as well, we're all at that I call it the crossroads in our life. Like we can go and get healthier, which is really why we created this podcast in the first place, or we can continue to deteriorate, degenerate, get old, get weak, get decrepit, and go. Well, that's just the way it is. And and anyway, the irony of this is, as Natalie is dealing with her dad in rehab, Sunday we went to celebrate my stepdad's eighty eighth birthday. Now my stepdad, he can still swim for like 45 minutes. Oh my he still God walks every day. Like he's probably in the best shape of everybody in the family. Yeah. My brother-in-law and I went for a walk, and my <laughs> brother-in- law is gonna be sixty, and he's hobbling because he's got bad knees. <laughs> and we're like two old men and like there's something really wrong here because the, the guy who's eighty eight is in better shape than both of us. Um, but the reason why is he's always taken really good care of himself. And I remember when my mom, married him. He was I was calculating it. He was actually 54 when they got married. So about the same age. And then he would go out jogging every night. He always ate well. And it just really is the epitome of what a healthy person should be like in midlife or, or getting older. And he's the example that it could be possible. And it's not like he doesn't live at a gym. No. He doesn't just, you know, he's not vegan. He's not vegetarian. He eats meat. He loves his lamb. But he just does things smart and does them in a healthy way.
1: Yeah, and he likes his sweets, you know, and he will does he does it in moderation. And, yeah, and
0: it just amazes me. So he me. doesn't,
1: it's not like he's he never has given up anything or never has sacrificed anything for his health. He just always did what was good for him and what felt right for him. And he
0: does it in moderation. Like, it amazes me. He'll take, like, you know, a Klondike bar out of the freezer and he'll just, like, eat half of it. And he'll be, be perfectly okay with it. And
1: that. that's not easy. <laughs> <laughs> and we all
0: know. like, how many of us go eat the whole conduct bar and go, Oh, that was really good. I, I want another, another
1: one. one. <laughs> like,
0: but that that leads to the problems. And yeah. that's why he's in such great shape. And he looks amazing. For like anybody I ever meet, look we're at my son's games or anything like this is my stepdad. And like, you know, how old is he? I'm like, you know, he's gonna be 88. You oh, never think And people are just like he's gonna be 88. He yeah. absolutely looks amazing. And that's why we're doing this is because it didn't just happen. He didn't have great genes. He didn't luck out. He created his health. And so we're at, if you're listening to this, odds are you are at that crossroads in your life. And you've either started to go down that road where, you know, the extra pounds are coming on. You don't feel as good as you should be. You don't look as good as you want to be. And now you're just like, okay. And this is the wake up call.
1: Yeah. And it was a big wake up call for me that night in the car with Robbie because it's like I, I do not, you know, especially seeing my mother, you know, deteriorate from dementia. And now with my father, I mean, he's he, thank goodness he's doing well and and he's going to be fine. The hallucinations went away and everything, but he really has to prioritize his health and, and be stronger and get, you know, start exercising more because otherwise he's just going to keep falling again and we're going to have the same problem. And, you know, when we get to this age and I hear people say it and I do, too, you know, you get out of bed and you like limp to the bathroom and everything hurts. And and that's true. And that happens. But that doesn't mean you have to live with it. And that doesn't mean you have to accept it. And there are so many things you can do, you know, to ward off all those bad things that can happen and those unhealthy things that that can happen. And here, listen, we're not experts in this field. We're not nutritionists. We're not, you know, personal trainers. We're like, we're not doctors, nothing. But we just know how we feel and what we want to do and need to do to change the way we feel if we're not
0: feeling good. You know, there's so many good points you just hit there because like you are in control of your health, of your life you know, you said something that this is very common at this age, Mm -hmm. you know, one of my favorite expressions, it may be common, but it's not normal. We weren't created to live this way. You know, we went back to Italy, you know, many years ago and it just amazes me how, you know, how healthy the Italian population generally is. They don't have the obesity epidemic
1: that
0: we hear and they eat carbs and they eat their pasta and they eat their pizza, but their lifestyle is very, very different than we have here. It's like they live to eat, and here people eat to live. Actually, I just no I, the I, opposite. I, I, I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I, I screwed that up. But like their life is about experiencing life and enjoying things. Where here we get so stressed out and we eat food for pleasure and enjoyment or to de stress or whatever it may be. And we use Food as a very unhealthy vehicle, so it may be very common. Like even our oldest son, you know, we when we got back, we were going grocery shopping. He came back from vacation. He's like, "That's it, you know, I'm back to eating well and everything." So last night we were shopping, and he's buying all this healthy stuff. And I'm like, "Okay, I got to ask, what happened? You know, why all of a sudden, you know, the change in your diet habits?" And and he literally says, he goes. i got tired of feeling like crap crap. (laughs) and i'm like yeah well that's what happens when you eat mcdonald's and you eat burger king and you eat you know wendy's and all these fast food places yeah is that you putting that crap into your body and it's going to affect i always say it's like putting kool-aid in your gas tank your car isn't run isn't well designed or it isn't designed to run on kool-aid and and putting kool-aid in your good in your gas tank isn't the smartest thing and the same thing with the food that we put in our body you know my brother in law we were having a conversation many years ago because it's real simple food is fuel like mm-hmm. that's all it is and your body is designed to run on certain fuel and when you put good fuel in your in your body your body's going to run really well and that's one thing my stepdad does is eats very well. And like you said, he'll have his little snack every now and then, or his, his coffee and like cof- <laughs> coffee and something sweet, but it's literally a cookie, a small piece of cake, a small cup of ice cream. Like it literally is in moderation and he does it pretty much every day, yeah. but he does all these other things to counterbalance that. And for him, that's normal. And that's why he leads to the reason that's why he gets the results that he gets. That's what he's experiencing in his life.
1: Yeah, I want to get back to a point you kind of changed subjects a little bit, but I want to get I want to get back to something because when Joe was talking about, you know, being in Italy and a large part of Europe, you know, France, Italy, Spain, like in the middle of the day, they'll just like shut down. Right. Stores close, people stop working for like two hours. And they just they rest, they eat, they whatever, take whatever they do. But in this country, that doesn't happen. How many people don't even take lunch? They go, 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 go. And no, you never stop. And that is a big stressor in life, right? And in these European countries, they know that they need to just calm down and they need to just, let's take a break for two hours in the day, you know, and things still get done. You know, the economy's still going. You know what I mean? Well, so you don't have to, because stress is a big part of, what's what goes well, on it's, with it? it's the american yeah.
0: lifestyle i mean yeah. like, let's let's be honest and and there's nothing we all are responsible for the quality of our health the quality of life and if living a stress a stressed out life works for you that's cool um nobody's here to judge because ultimately yeah. you have to look in the mirror but what i've seen and i've seen it with friends i've seen it with family members is when they get to the end well i should have done this or i should have taken better care of myself i shouldn't have work so hard or whatever whatever it may be and that's where we're saying do you need to get to the end of like my mother's doing that right now like you know talking about healing like she broke her foot
1: june june 22nd
0: right and she should have been completely healed by now but because she doesn't take care of herself as well as my stepdad because she doesn't allow her body to heal she wants to push it. she wants to do what she wants to do when she wants to do it instead of listening and working with her body it's taking forever
1: Yeah. And as a matter of fact, because, you know, we had the birthday on Sunday and, you know, Joe's sister wanted to do it at her house. And she's like, no, no, we got to do it here. And she promised us that she would not do anything. You know, we would do everything. I, You know, I cooked some food. She ordered food. You know, everybody kind of chipped in. Yet she was still doing everything. And I talked to her on Monday. And guess what? Her foot was swollen. She had to lay down. She had to keep it elevated. She had to ice it. Why? Because she didn't listen. (laughs)
0: Right. Well, and again, that's that older generation. And I completely understand. And like my sister, it stresses her out. And I'm like, that's her journey. She's a grown woman. If that's what she chooses to do, then we just have to allow her to go on her journey. And that's one of the intentions for this podcast is for you to understand it's your journey. Mm -hmm. You get to decide whether it's a relationship, your health, your finances, your career, your fulfillment in life. You get to decide what do you want that to look like? And you have to make it happen. You can't sit on your ass, eat bonbons, and then expect to be 120 pounds. It's probably not going to happen unless you have extraordinary genes, which most of us don't have, especially as we get older. Father time tends to kick in. And there are physiological changes that are common at this stage of life. Absolutely. Especially with women. Right. Absolutely. That's just the way it is. But there are also people the- at this stage of life who are healthy, who are fit, who are happy, who are in great relationship, who have financial success, who have fulfillment in life. and They're just loving life. And those are the people that we look at and we study yeah. because it's like, what are they doing differently? Why do they have the success, the fulfillment? Now we can all come up with all the reasons and excuses of why it's difficult or why it's hard for you. That's all they are. They're excuses. Let's be honest.
1: Yeah, and listen, again, like Joe said, it's your journey. And if prioritizing your health isn't a big deal, that's okay. And we're not here to judge anybody. But if you wake up every morning with aches and pains and you don't like it, well, then take action. Find out why it's happening. It's not just, no, I'm 50 now. I have aches and pains. No, it doesn't have to be. Because listen, for myself, when I know when I'm not exercising and I'm not eating right, my aches and pains are so bad every morning. But when I change my diet, when I start working out again, they are like a hundred times better. So it does make a difference. And what you're putting in your body makes a difference. When I eat a lot of sugar, aches and pains come back. Even, you know, going through menopause and and like the hot flashes, I noticed a big difference in diet. Like when I ate a lot of sugar, a lot of something not good, my hot flashes would be so bad, you know, um, I would still get them other times because that's the physiological part of menopause, but they were so much worse depending on what I was putting in my body. So it really makes a difference. And it's one thing you want to start doing is noticing that because I never noticed that until, you know, I was older and realized, wow, I ate all that today and now look what's happening. And once you really think about it and, and, and focus on it and, and notice it, you're like, wow.
0: That, that's the beautiful <laughs> part of the universe we live in your <laughs> body
1: knows it's you It's constantly giving you feedback
0: <laughs> you want to know how you're doing just look at the feedback you're getting in your life whether it's in your relationship you want to know how you're doing look at the quality of your relationships look at your connections look at look at the emotional bonds that you're creating or look at the distance look at the friction that's there you want to know how you're doing in your health look at the scale Look at, you know, what your numbers are saying when you go to the doctors, look at your energy, look at how your clothes are fitting. Like there's so many things you want to know how your bank, ac- you know, how your finances are doing. Look at your bank account. Yeah. You know, like there's, there are so many ways in life that the universe gives you feedback. But as Natalie says in here, especially in this country, we get so caught up, right. Just trying to get through life. Yeah. That we don't, we're not conscious enough and it, it blows my mind when you know a lot of times we'll talk to clients or friends or family members we're just having conversations and it's like, hey, have you ever noticed that? Whatever it may be and they're like, no and I'm like, really? like you know if someone's in you know if they're dating the same guys hey, have you ever noticed that all these guys are like emotionally unavailable or they all have you know addiction problems, Oh, no I, n- I never really noticed that <laughs> i'm like well what's it gonna take for you to notice you know do you ever notice that you know you get stressed out and then you go to mcdonald's you go to burger kit wherever it may be that you go there when you're stressed out mm-hmm. you know or when you're worried about money you become angry and you start taking it out on other people like there's life always leaves clues that's the beautiful part but what are you doing in the face of those clues are you ignoring them or are you making excuses for them Using rationalizations and justification, well, that's just the way it is. Everybody yeah. at this age goes through this. Well, again, it may be common, but it's not normal. And what we're here to say is you get to decide. And if you truly are happy with where you're at, Mazel Tov, that's God great. bless you. Yeah. If you're not, you might want to go, okay, maybe it's time to start making some changes. And I know some of you go, but I don't know where to make the changes. Well, that's when you ask for help. That's when you go to Google. That's when you ask somebody, you know, there's just some of philosophy I use. You want to succeed in something, find somebody who's really good in that area, who's very successful and learn from them, model them, ask them, what yeah. did you do? You know, that's, that's a philosophy that I've used for now 25 years, because I don't have all the freaking answers. And I'll be the first to admit it, but I want to, you know, as we talk about, I'm going to get to the end and I want to go with a full and grateful heart and a smile on my face. And I know there are things that I still need to improve and get better on areas that that are rocking, but areas that still suck. And yes. so it's all right. I'm not going to blame anybody or anything for that. What do I need to do? What do I need to change?
1: Right. And just, and work on those things and, and don't be afraid to ask for help. Like Joe was saying, you know, one thing I, I learned a lot from, you know, this is controversial, but you know, social media could be really bad, but it also could be really good. And I learned a lot of things about me and my health from social media and Instagram and certain people that I follow. And you know, it's very educational and it, it started me on a path of, um, you know, making changes and 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 feeling better. And, and there, there's yeah. a there's
0: a there's good and bad in everything. And there are a lot of people out on social media who have good intentions, who are very knowledgeable, mm-hmm. who have wisdom that they can share to make a positive difference in people's life. It's being able to differentiate and uh, discern between who's legit. Yeah. And who, right. Oh, absolutely. Of, you know, you know what? Absolutely. So, so. And, and that's really, again, that's, but that's part of the journey is really doing your research and not just saying this because believing it because somebody says it versus, okay, what's the truth? How does this resonate? How does it feel? And, and putting it into play to see if it actually works and leads to results. Right.
1: So, you know, the biggest takeaway, I think, I hope that you come out with is pay attention, pay attention to how you're feeling Pay attention to things that are going on because once you start paying attention, you'll notice where you can start making the changes.
0: Right. And I would say, if you're listening to this is like, just look at where you are now, look Mm -hmm. at the path you're on in whatever area of your life you're looking, whether it's your relationships, whether it's your health, whether it's your finances, your family life, whatever it may be, look at where you are now and see what road, where are you headed? And, if you want to get a good idea of where you're headed, kind of look at about the last six months, a year, because that's the path you're on is probably the path you're going to continue on unless something changes. And so notice that and see if you're happy with that. If you are, cool. If not, it's like, okay, how do I want it to be? It's something I call reverse engineering. Okay. I want it to be like that. So let's say you want to be more fit. Okay. I want to be more fit. I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to lose 5% body fat, whatever that may be. Okay. That's where I want to be. That's the end. Now, what do I need to do to make that happen? And then you say, what are the results? What are the changes I need to make internally and externally to create that result? So that will help you. So again, this podcast is all about helping you create a better life to get better with age and be the version of you that you were created to be. So that's all I got. Anything else before? We wrap yeah, up? just
1: remember, it's never too late. It's never too late to start. Absolutely. Start exactly. today. Right. <laughs>
0: and so we plan on being here next week, but, you know, as life happens. We will be here next up, week,
1: most likely. Um, you know, it's
0: not because we don't want to be here, because <laughs> we did miss you. And uh love and appreciate you. We'll see yeah, you next week.
1: Have a great week. Bye.